They tell me that you mean it, then you go and cut me down. But wait, you tell me that you're sorry, then you think I turn around and say, hey, that it's too late to apologize. It's too late in the evening. There's a thieving and the tricking and the trapping, and they ain't acting. We make it happen. We'll get the guns on anyone and get the clapping. Even for rapping. Does it surprise you? Yes. We'll really just and reconcile and recognize up that I'm a rider. Oh, yes. I, I love bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I like the fuck I got a fucking, fucking problem. problem. I love bad bitches. That's my fucking, fucking problem. problem. And yeah, I like the fuck I got a fucking problem. I, I love, love bad, bad bitches. That's my fucking problem. problem. And yeah, yeah I, like I like the, the fuck, fuck I got a fucking problem. problem. Mm-hmm. If I know somebody real, it's your fucking problem. Mm-hmm. Bring your girls to the crib. Maybe we can solve all of oh, you. Know, when the beat is on, make you think about all of it. Make you think about all the rappers that you read it out. And on my album, who you sleeping on? You should put the lyrics on and have a fucking, fucking read along. You should put the read along and have a fucking read along. And Joe, okay, and, and Joe, drop down and get your eagle on. Bro, we can stand, but the stars will put the Beatles on. All that shit you talking about is not up for discussion. I won't pay to make it bigger. I won't pay for no reduction. If it's coming from him, I don't know that I don't trust him. If it's coming from a head, then motherfucker, get the bus. Yes, Lord. I don't really say this often, but this long dick nigga ain't for the long talking. I'm beast. Welcome, welcome to Logical Perspectives, where things you thought made sense become confusing, and if it does make sense, you probably wasn't listening. And if you weren't listening, you want a time stumping and doing a head clap. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Cupcake, and my name is Crispy, and that spells C H R I S P Y. Also known as Lando Cal Crispian, also known as I like bad bitches too, also known as Can I grab your ass? It ain't no problems. I'm sober. And I need a lawyer. <laughs> I just feel like being associated with you, I need a lawyer. Okay? I said, can I? Bitch, I asked. I asked. No means no. I asked. What y'all been up to? What up, though? How what up now? Uh, am I so listen? Uh, I went <clears throat> to, to the movie, so y'all know I have a movie pass. Yep. Um, How do you like that? I enjoy it. Because you used it a couple of times. I know that when I first asked you about it, I think it was like real fresh. Yeah. I mean, it didn't work for me today, but oh. what ifs? Sorry. That's because my password was fucked up. But anyway, oh. I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, So I just go to the movies whenever I get a chance. Like some days if I get out of work early, uh, there's a movie theater like, I don't know, within not even a mile. Like it's in the same parking lot pretty much. So mm-hmm. I just go to the movies. So one day after work last week, I was going through a lot. And um, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. And so my friends say, well, what you going to go see? And I said, Black Panther. <laughs> Again? Mm-hmm. How many times have you saw that? Just movie? twice. Okay. So really? mm-hmm. I, I know. It's surprising to me, too. Um, And I paid for it each time. I've never used my movie pass for it. So I was like, I better, you know, at least get one in there. But then I was going to go. That was probably what led to, you know, like the last episode. So this time made two or three? This time would have made three. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. So, but I went to go to go see it, and then it was booked. I mean, packed full. Still, I said, "Motherfucker, <laughs> Jesus!" When black people show out, they show out. I man. mean, why? So I didn't but go. What? Why? What? This is the white people going now. 
Because one of the white people at work was like, yeah, I'm waiting for all the hype about it to die down, then I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. So I think the black people had it for like the first month and a half, two mm-hmm. months when it came out. Mm-hmm. Now it's the white people pushing it up even more. Hmm. It's still... Or, people, or what happened is um the other one, the the next um comic book movie came Avengers. out. Avengers? Yeah. That one came out to 27. No, didn't some just come out? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. The Ready Player One, but that's not the same okay. thing. Okay. But. So anyway... um. My coworker's like, don't you think you want to go see something new? Like, you don't have to pay to go see these movies, so you should just go see something different. So I was like, okay, cool. So you want to know what I went to see? Hmm. Black Panther? Nah. Oh. I went to see Love, Simon. What's have y'all about? heard about that? Mm-hmm. No. For real? You ain't never heard of it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of go to the movies frequently. You know, of course, I see the trailers and stuff like so. Right. See, I, um, I purposely try to miss the trailers. I don't like to watch trailers. That's why we don't get along with yeah. the movies. Mm-hmm. Because you don't compromise. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. I never knew that this was an issue for you. I... When has you ever been late? Not been an issue. We all we. I was well, like, she on time for her, like for what she for, wants to yeah. see. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm like, damn, the previews missed again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now that I know that you that in order to see the movies with you means that I have to watch preview twos, I can I can adjust accordingly. But I don't like the previews, so I'm I you know I'm all right. You don't, I'm you, don't like to, you don't like to know about movies before they come out. You just like like know them on the whim. Uh, well, I might find out about them after they come out, but I like sometimes what I hate is you'll go to the movies and you'll see an awesome preview and it'll be like coming out. September 2020. Be like, bitch, it's 2017. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it'd be seeming like it's so far away, you yeah. know? So I'd rather, like, once it come out, oh, 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 it's out. I could go see it. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, when I went to the theater, like, over the course of the last few times I've been, um, there's always been this poster that says, um, Dear moviegoers, form a line to see the movie. It doesn't have to be straight. Love, Simon. So I was like, <laughs> it's got to be gay. Right? It's got to right. be a gay situation, right? Because I thought that was a really interesting play on it. So I saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, oh okay. And then I was like, mm, I should see that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to use that for my movie pass one day. So ultimately, that's what I decided to go see the other day. And that led me to... I thought the movie was cute. I don't you know. You quite told us what it was about. Oh, yet. okay. So it's, it's about... She didn't say that. So... You said that? You could stand in the line, but it don't have to be straight. Meaning, hey... I said, oh, so I, I knew that this was a gay movie. Like, it was about Oh, shit, you want to say, oh, see, when you said that, you want to tell you what I thought? I thought you said, outside of the movie theater, there was something that you read that said that. So I It think, is, it's a promo for the movie. But no, I thought it was an order, nigga. I didn't know it was a promotion. It was for the popcorn. <laughs> hey, hey, it's going to scoop around in a circle, some bitch. I can imagine, niggas. <laughs> That's what I thought it was saying. Like, you want my, like, stand in the line, niggas. And then I'll let you in. <laughs> nah. So, um, so it's about this, um, you know how, uh, it's about this, this guy who, you know, for most of his life, he's a normal kid, re- you know, really regular, except he has a secret and that's that he's gay. Okay. So, um, on one of the sites, uh, on this high school, like secret site or whatever, um, kind of like in a, you know how kids do nowadays. Somebody puts on their, hey, I'm gay. And so he starts communicating with this gay person and then this other stuff happens. And the movie, the ends, it ends really cute. But okay. it's about his coming out story, okay. essentially. So, um, in the movie he talks about, like, how come people, like, how come straight is the standard? 
okay. right? Uh-huh. Um, with people. And then I was like, ooh, I hate when people get into that conversation of you can't assign gender at birth and you can't do certain things. Like, I feel like some at some point you have to have a foundation. Yeah. Like, if you choose when you're 13, 14, hey, I don't feel like a boy, yeah. I want to be a girl, cool. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. But I feel like you got to get the kids somewhere to start. Yeah, because, like, I think on Desus, uh, like on um, Desus and Miro's podcast, they mm-hmm. were talking about, like, how when they were having, I think when they were having, because they got four kids. Well, uh, um, Miro has four kids. And um, on the third kid, it was a boy. So they were saying, like, oh, they sent out, they sent out the, you know, the message like you do. Oh, we're having a boy. And somebody responded, like, well, you don't really know what it's going to be until it grows up. And they were like, fuck you, Karen. <laughs> it's a fucking boy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so just like you said, it, it you gotta oh, start. You gotta somewhere. give them something. Um, people, and and I feel like the world is changing in so many ways that, like, I don't, I don't feel like a, I don't feel like a traditionalist, but I do feel uh-huh. like there are binary genders, yeah. and that you just if you choose to reassign or that you live a different lifestyle, that is perfectly fine for you. You just need to let people know what pronoun to use. So you're a a unk. Un, let's not do this. Uncon, untraditional nonconformist. Okay. Oh, I thought you was going something else. Mm-mm. But um. So anyway, uh, he said, you know, why is heterosexuality like the the basic? And so there's this part. Not oh, this is a spoiler in mm-hmm. the movie, but it's a part in the movie where. They he imagines people telling their parents that they're straight, mm. as opposed to like, <laughs> telling them that they're gay. Right. And so the girl calls, "Mom, I really like you know Derek." And she's like, "Why? What did I do? You know what? I blame this on your daddy. This whole shit is your daddy fault." And I thought that shit was so funny. So then I was like, wondering if <laughs> you see how she stopped. I got the cure. I was wondering if in today's society, is it okay to ask somebody their sexuality? No. I would never do that. Well, you know what? I take that back. I'm about to say, because you did it on the podcast. That's an absolute lie. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was so embarrassed. (laughs) Who asked that? I'll tell you later. (laughs) Oh. No, I don't know. Y'all tell me later. Who I asked if they were straight. You know. Okay. But um no I no I don't I don't have a problem with it like I was I happen to uh, like my my coworker that is transitioning so I asked her I said like are you going you know would I said, I asked her straight up what do you want to be referred to as and I said I how don't, do you know she's transitioning because she asked this question yeah because her because her name is a female name and she goes by a short truncated version and she has a beard no titties. So I figured. So you assumed? Well, I assumed. I assumed. I say, I look. I will say you... I assumed. So this is how I approached the situation. Okay. I said, so her name is. Uh, so we'll say. Uh, Jasmine. Um. Okay, Jazz. Her name is Jasmine. She go by Jazz. Mm-hmm. So, so I said, Jazz. I don't want you to take any offense to this. I said, if this isn't, you know, if this isn't what you are doing, I do apologize. <laughs> No, like I happen to be going. I happen to be going to lunch, and I saw her leaving as well. So I asked her, and I said, "When I asked you this, I don't want you to take any offense by me asking you this, but what? Are you not so much. I said, what do you want me to call you? This what like you- when she's trying to compliment babies. <laughs> no, I said, what do you want to like? What pronoun? No, I said, what pronoun do you want me to use for you? Do you want? Do you mind if I use she? Want me to use he? 
what do you want me to do, <laughs> right? So, now, I, I didn't say specifically, like, what you want me to do. Like, I'm trying, I don't remember specifically what I said, but I tried to, it was a work setting, so you know I had to be as cautious as possible. I don't know what you, <laughs> fuck you. So, so, so what she said, she was like, oh my God, I appreciate that so much. Thank you so much. She was like, you're so sweet to think to ask me that. She said, I never had the conversation with anyone here. I never had the conversation with anyone here. Um, she said, but I appreciate that you asked me that. She said, I don't care. She said, what I do when I get off work and I go home, it really doesn't matter. She said, as long as you respect me at the end of the day, it's fine. But I appreciate that you asked you whichever way you call me, as long as it ain't offensive. I said, okay. So you refuse to use the T word with her, right? No, I wouldn't call her a tranny. <laughs> God damn it, Crispy. <laughs> you failed test after test. She was testing you. To make sure you did not say the word. But I said it with sincerity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I Whoa. can't stand niggers. <laughs> well, I said the nicest way possible. <laughs> I said this is not nigger pie. <laughs> Why would the nigger be upset that it's not nigger pie? The nigger could go get their own colored pass. Anyway, oh. I'm sorry. So anyway, El, so you say it's not rude to ask somebody about their sexuality. If I, I think if you come, oh, I am so glad that y'all brought this up. So and you know what, we need I to just start. Would really like you to answer the question, and then you can go through with whatever your tangent. No, is. no, I, 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 again, I don't, I don't, I don't think that it's. If you mean it from a from a place of sincerity, and you and you and you approach if it, if you, I want to know, is it rude to ask somebody about their sexuality, their sexual orientation? Yes or no? Oh, that's so hard. It's not. It's it a is. yes or no question. It's so hard because I'm thinking about there's been times where I've been asked it and it's like, bitch, you can t-. like I'm, there's a difference between tomboy and 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 and, and, mm. and gay. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a difference. So, you know, I so at times I do take offense. Like I talk about dick quite often. <laughs> like, how how do you still ask me if I'm gay? Like, I'm not like for, for when people ask me that question, it's like, well, do you do you know me at all? Like, do you do you really? Think that I'm the person that I'm saying that I am, or are yeah, you still? Yeah, it's just jokes on this podcast. Okay, somebody asked me that. I was like, it is just a joke. <laughs> I don't know if she eats ass or not. Okay, <laughs> ask her directly. <laughs> see? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you see? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, Bro, it's just jokes, you, y'all. You, you are forever known as an ass eater. Like, you know what I'm saying? I told you somebody approached me and said, "Hey, Buddha." <laughs> this up cupcake is it rude to ask somebody about their sexual orientation um i come from a different era like back in my day if i knew a person was gay i wasn't allowed to tell other people it was like okay i know you gay but that's your shit it's with me so i don't think it's okay to ask people and i would uh, i don't think it's okay to tell when people gay what if it's a, so okay now i have this question okay is there is can we can we Acknowledge that there is a difference between asking somebody privately and somebody publicly. Because I believe it, it is acceptable to ask somebody privately in a sincere, you know what I'm saying? And, in in, you know, hey, what you, what's going on? I mean, I don't care. Like, that's not going to determine. But no, I'm like, just saying, I'm not saying that specifically to any person. I'm just saying in any situation, if, if I believe that there is a difference in whether it's right or wrong to ask, whether you're asking somebody privately or publicly. It is never okay to ask somebody that question publicly. It like, is, I feel stage, that it is acceptable. Like, if I stood up on the stage and said, 
Excuse me, hear ye, hear ye, Jasmine. Are you a he or a she? <laughs> no, 100% wrong. 100% wrong. But in the instance where I pulled her to the side where and it was you just said, me and what her, would you prefer to be called? I think I think that is acceptable. Do you think that has to do with the sex the 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 mm, the taboo around the sexuality and transitioning or do you think it has to do with respect for the individual? Respect for the individual. 100%. Okay. Good. Okay, so my follow-up question is since uh, cupcake from what you said you said you don't think it's uh you don't think it's right to ask somebody about the sexual orientation right right and crispy you said yes it's mm-hmm. okay yes okay so in certain situations if it's if it's okay you're telling me that the way you would ask somebody about their sexual orientation is to be private about it and ask them independently away from other people 100 percent. okay um so this brings me to the next part. We were I was at Cupcake's house, but I don't know what the fuck for or why. But I was watching. Um, she was watching. Love growing up hip hop Atlanta. I, why did I? I was about to say growing up hip hop Atlanta. Uh huh. <laughs> and the boy finally said, "I'm gay." Which boy? Um, Deb. Brandon. Uh, yeah. About goddamn time, <laughs> nigga. Why the fuck? Why the fuck? You had no reason. It was so. It was so serious. I mean, it was so. <laughs> Blatant. So, so this is, that was my thing. And so I was like, oh, okay. And so Cupcake said, oh, you didn't know he was gay? And I said, I don't believe anybody's gay until they say okay. they're gay. Okay. There are people that I went to school with that I was friends with that, for all intents and purposes, could be assumed mm-hmm. to be gay. Uh, but until somebody says, hey, I'm gay, I don't, my default is straight. Because most people are priority, like, I mean, primarily, there's way more straight people in the world than... But you don't have a gaydar either. I do not. Well, no, I don't. I so, do not. So that's probably why we have different interpretations of mm-hmm. Huh? That's probably why you wouldn't assume where we would be like, this is blatant. You're like, oh, I didn't see it because you don't have a gaydar. Because well, I'm like, one, two, three, four, adds up to... But you know what that does is just reiterate certain stereotypes about gay people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which I think is not necessarily fair. But Well, I mean, I don't know Brandon directly. I see him on TV and his shit or whatever. So it's like, okay, I can make that assumption. But that assumption, I don't feel like it's, in, it's making an impact on anything. Right. Because like, it's just like, t- it's like, okay, so say if you had a friend here, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know this person from the paint on these walls. And I'm like, oh, that's sober friend. Okay, he get whatever. So he could be, he could not be. Mm-hmm. Because, a matter of, okay, your work friend. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But, oh, that nigga's gay. But then, okay, he's not, you say he's not gay. He has a wife, whatever. And um, so that's fine. I don't, I don't understand what's the issue. I guess that's what I'm getting at. You don't understand the issue with why it's not, not good <clears throat> to assume that people are gay? Well, I, I, I guess, I guess, cause I, I, I feel similar to that. So the way that, the way that I think about it in regards to that is I could feel that way if I want to, as long as I don't treat them any differently because I feel that way, it's okay. Like I could, I could be like, okay, that motherfucker gay. But as long as I treat you, as long as I give you the same respect that you give me, it shouldn't matter what I think. Like I'm not going around telling people, like, hey, you know that nigga gay, right? Right. It's like, like it's in my head, but I ain't saying it. Like just well, just in the same just saying this in the same respect. If I thought he was gay and he told me he was straight, I'd be like, oh, hmm. All right. 
But I mean, so I just want you to understand because you just before we even got into this part of the conversation was like, I don't understand how people just gonna ask me if I'm gay. Don't you see that I do this X, Y, and Z? So you offended when they ask you if you are your yourself are gay, but you in turn when other people say, "Oh, I'm not gay," you're like, "Oh, really?" Because that's not the you know what I mean. Like this specific person, he's been very ambiguous in regards to his sex and very flamboyant in regards to his nature. So, <laughs> I hate you. I hate so, you. So, it was deduced by me. But me in regard. So, my question is, why is it important for you to be like, this person is gay or this person is not gay? Oh, it's not important. It's not. I don't give Then fuck. why do you do it? I'm not, not doing it all the time. I'm not meeting right at church like, hey, which one you like? A, B, do, do, do. Let's play a game in my head. No, I'm not doing that shit on a regular I don't basis. make it, like, I don't make it everybody identifier. Like, it could be a part of your identity, but something, I don't make it uh, Something identifier. about a person triggers you to think, okay, this person is gay. But this is, the, see, now, in regards, that's, and that, I'm, so, in regards to how I answered that question, like, there, there, are, there are certain things that I assign to people. There are certain things that what I like to call identifiers, because I might not remember somebody's name, because you can only hear the same name repeated so many times. So, like, if I'm talking to my friends and they happen to say something about a friend, and if it's somebody I'm not familiar with, I'll be like, what's their identifier? Like, so they may be gay, but that's not the identifier thing because everybody's gay. I don't give a fuck if you're gay. Yeah. Your identifier might be that, uh, it might be said like, hey, that gay asshole. Which gay asshole? That gay a- asshole that works there. Don't you think that's problematic? But no, I'm, I'm not saying that's. I'm not like saying. That. I'm not <laughs> saying. But I'm just say, saying. I'm saying. The person who called you a bitch. Oh, that fucked hard. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm just. What? What? I, the reason why I broke it down that way is to say that just to say that somebody is gay is not identifier it's not to say that that is not to project anything specific about that person because as a, as a part i have gay friends so for you to you get what i'm saying like i have gay friends so to say that somebody is gay is to be like i'm like hey your gay friend which one motherfucker like no your gay friend that's this which i have a lot of gay friends that are assholes you get what i'm saying like it's it's more than you Gay is an identifier, but it doesn't mean that that is that person. So I, 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 I guess the reason I'm the reason I'm asking is because uh, maybe if you guys go see Love Simon, it might connect some of what my quest, my line of questioning is. Um, but I just think it's really interesting because it will it it, it changes the conversation around mm-hmm. when uh, somebody's gay or they have that identifier or tag mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh with them you you know might ask a certain question um or act different mm-hmm. right so whereas i would be like hey guys uh want to go let's go on a trip and we'd be like yeah cool no problem if i was like hey you know like if we were going on a trip and there was a gay girl that was going with us too mm-hmm. it you know like a lot of people and not us because of course we have a lot of gay friends so that's not the issue but for people it'd be like well, I don't know if I want to sleep in a room mm-hmm. with a... See, and I don't understand why that... Leave gay people the fuck alone. They ain't bothering nobody. Like, what the fuck? That's, that's stupid as fuck. Like, if I tell somebody I'm going on a trip and my friend gay, well, I'm not even telling that person is gay because fuck you. If they want to try to fuck you and you fuck them, hey, do y'all. But I don't... But at whatever. the same time... That's so fu- I'm tired of people fucking with gay people. <laughs> Leave them the fuck alone. Triggered. <laughs> <laughs> But but in regards to that as well, like specifically, specifically what I was saying also ties into what Cupcake's saying. It's not necessarily about me as a person. It's all about somebody else's perspective. Because if I'm a, if, if, if I don't give a fuck that that person is gay, 
then it doesn't matter to me that whether they're gay or not. If I find out that if I thought they were gay and I found out that they wasn't gay, all right, well you still a bit of a bitch, you know? Because gay people aren't bitches. Why they can't be bitches? Cause they're gay. No, I'm just you're saying that that is a foundation of being gay. So if I remove the hat mm-hmm. of gay, then that means like there's all this left is bitch. <laughs> no, like no, I'm saying, saying that specifically about I'm saying that specifically about Brandon. I'm talking about him. Like he's a oh. like he's a bitch. Like I was talking specifically about him. I, that's, right. That, no, so. I get it, but I, I just think him. that's just interesting. <laughs> so um, that's why I asked, and if uh, if you were going to ask somebody if they were gay, like how would you ask them? In a private that? Because sometimes I would want to know. I wouldn't um, do it like that. But then that I'm one like, it's not my me. business. You know what I mean? It's not my business to know anybody's sexual orientation. But um, sometimes I just want to know because. Like people will make comments, certain comments, and mm-hmm. you're like, hmm. And I want to know because sometimes then that means that. That certain things, there's certain things that we can converse about if we have that type of relationship. Of course, if we're in a in a in a in a um a corporate seven setting, whether I know that you're gay or not, I'm not gonna be like, "Hey, girl, how often do you go down to the gay clubs?" I'm not gonna talk about that with you. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. But let's say we have a you know a mutual friend introduced us. If I found out that you're that you're a homosexual, maybe I may feel more comfortable about talking about those. You get what I'm saying about those purpose or about those. You said t- like talking about girl shit in front of a gay guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so, like, whether, you know, to know that you're open open to those type of things also frames my conversation to you. My conversation to you is going to be my more diverse because in regards to that, sometimes saying somebody is gay is not a bad thing. I think and that... Sometimes and it, saying somebody is gay no, no, is not no, a bad thing. No, no, no. I mean, what, well, as far as, like, a stereotype or or, or a um, an assumption. But let me further on and you'll see what I'm saying. So... In some instances, when I think when I think somebody is gay or when I find out that somebody is gay, I think that I will have a more interesting conversation with them because I think that they will be open to hearing more ideals. Because you kind of have to, to be to be gay, you're already going against society's norms. So you're thinking about things a little bit different. You're a little bit more open to others' views. Mm-hmm. I I is an assumption that I put. Now that could be that could be that is technically a stereotype, but it's not a bad one. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So that's something, that's what I said, like, you know, thinking that somebody is gay isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, I think if somebody, if I think that somebody is gay, that's something that I, you know, did that make sense? I get what you're saying. All right, cool. Thanks. I appreciate your uh, conversation and your perspective uh, on the topic. How was your week? Now, so you mentioned happened, how, how we were talking about <clears throat> uh, other ideals in in the podcast so i happen to ask how do you introduce yourself to somebody and i said well there was this guy who had his wife on on social media and now his wife ain't on social media he got a whole nother woman uh-huh. i happen to be going into the store and who did i run into them two people <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so- <laughs> So I walk in, I said, you know what? We need to stop talking about shit on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, I immediately said, I said, this butter. Brother, hey, hey, how are you? Nice to see you again. I just said that about this woman, even though I don't think I've ever <laughs> met her before. I've never met her before. So That's even worse. I did. I just, I just decided. I think that's worse than an accent. Oh, so... Because we didn't discuss what to do, we just agreed to disagree. So I had to, I had okay. to go through this life moment on my own. So I just approached her as if I knew her, you know. Hey, how you doing? You know, nice to see you again. And so then I approached the person who I actually knew, 
And I said hello to them. You know, it's been a while. Da, da, da. We caught up. And he said, hey, you remember such and such. You met her before, right? I said, yeah. <laughs> but in my mind, I said, you know I didn't. You know I know your wife. You know I don't know this woman. You should, that's, you should have been honest. Like, I no, know. I shouldn't have been honest because it was on a Sunday and I was already out. I so didn't you want to be bothered. I didn't You know what I did? I kept on going so I'd go home to the Lord. That's what I kept doing. So, you know, I kept it moving and... and and you know that felt like the right thing to do. So if you if you happen to not know what to do in those situations, just right. act as if you know them. No, it's not necessarily. Tell you, if I was her and she like, yeah, I met her before. Who the fuck you got that look like me, nigga? No, because no. why this bitch thinks she the man? No, 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 no. Because who is this whole bitch? The, the, this whole bitch. Why am I whole bitch? I said Hulk. Hulk, cause my heart green. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. So in the um in the in the continuation of um exploring museums in the city, I happened to go to the Museum of Contemporary Art in Detroit. Did y'all know that we have one of those? Yes. Have y'all been to it? No. no. So I went. It was actually really nice. It's really nice. So there there was this um this one exhibit and it was I didn't find out the purpose of these exhibits until after I or or like what the what the artist's intention was until after I had went through it. That wasn't intentional. I just happened to be walking through, because I'm just used to walking through the DIA. So, <clears throat> y'all know me, I talk to people. So I happen to be paying for it or whatever. Now, um, the MoCAD is free. It is free. They do um, They do suggest $5 donations. Same as uh, same as Detroit Historical Museum. They both suggest $5 donations. What, 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 what's the, um, like, you, you like going to museums a lot. Like, mm-hmm. That's because you like knowing history and shit like that, right? No, not necessarily. I like I like I like to look at art. Like I I look at art and I see things. I, like, I take you, interpretations. How do you look at art? Like when I look at it, it all depends on on the feeling that it's so it's so these these questions are so wonderful because it's gonna move right into what I'm saying. So like when I when I look at art or when I look at paintings, like I I just think different things. Like depending on what it is, if it's a piece, if I mean if it's like a, a, a actual painting, depends on what the painting is. If it's abstract or if it's actually of something something, um, kind of the feeling that it invokes or the thought that it invokes. So when I was at the um the Museum of Contemporary art they had like different um the two exhibits that I liked the most it was at this one girl um and uh, I, I didn't even read the whole thing because I already had done my whole thing in my mind I was like I'm comfortable with what I think I don't want you to tell me what you want me to think but it was uh it was like these different um cardboard cutouts and uh different pictures of of like what looked like a castle. So there was a video that was playing along with it. And it was, it was, it actually reminded me of just niggas. So <laughs> it was, it was black people. Like these, the, like the people were black and it was showing people that were upset that there was going to be a castle built in the middle of the town. So the girl was like, they building this castle on my ancestors. And I don't think Wait, this like, is a painting or somebody standing there? This is, talking. it's like the, the, it's, or a video. it's different. I'm, I'm going to show you the picture of the, um, Show I'm you. just trying to understand. Oh, I'm just trying to understand. So that's I, why. I asked. No, I got you. So what it is 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 actually what's there is different cardboard cutout pieces that represents the castle. Okay, so you now, were just, you were just giving voices to the painting. Now, also alongside, there's the video playing. There's video playing with it. 
that basically explain what you're looking at. Gotcha. So it's, so one of the videos is like, well, they trying to build this castle on my ancestors' cemetery grave, and I ain't ready. I ain't here for it. So then she went to the site where they was building, and then she stole the shit. And she stole it. They had it inside her apartment. And, wow. <laughs> and then she had the car talking to her friend, and she like, I don't know why they doing this shit. And they was like, no, her friend was like, well, they gonna bring jobs to the area. She was like, what kind of jobs? She was like, well, like cooks and gardeners and stuff. And she was like, well, I guess that's okay. Black people. So then the next Black scene, we gotta do better. Next scene, this motherfucker had on a fur coat. We've all done because we can be bought. Because we can be bought by material She was things. like, "Hold on, actually, I, I recorded it." I God recorded damn it, Sober's rubbing off on me. <laughs> she is. She is. <laughs> no, sit there with that goddamn smile, Cruella. Cruella Deville. <laughs> uh, here we go. Now this is what it looks like there. So she talking about all this shit that she do for the motherfucking castle. Now now she worked for the castle. Now the castle all right and all this other shit. And then it ended up happening. And then what ends up happening is um, she kind of gets close to the people that are building the castle. She sees that they're stealing houses somewhat. And... And what happens is the video, the, like, there's, like, a six series of, like, seven videos. Like, I'm standing there probably for about 10 or 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's a series of seven videos. And what it does is it actually loops. And you kind of, like. History repeating itself. Is what it is, is that's all it is. That's all it is. It's history repeating itself. We mad. We go along with it. Then we say no. And we rebel against it, and then something else happens. It that's all it is. It's constantly repeating itself, and it doesn't have to be about this one thing. And it it kind of melds itself out. So if you think about it, that's the white man continuously keeping us down. It is. He see we standing together, and he says, "Okay, how can I break that link?" Oh yeah, niggas love buying Jordans. Let me throw some money at them, and then boom, we go ahead with the white man, and they get what they want. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. We ain't so, gonna never get up. So, there was this, um, then, that was the one, is because the thing about, um, the MOCAD is it's, it's smaller than the DIA. Like, the DIA is, is hundreds of feet and, you know, three stories. The MOCAD is, is a couple hundred square feet. That's it. It's not much. It's only, it's only like four or five exhibits there. Where, they have exhibits, whereas the DIA have collections. Mm -hmm. So, um... The other, um, the other main attraction there was a series of mazes by this, I guess this guy, I and mean, that's, that's all he does is he goes to this different place his name is, his name is, uh, Carlos Bunga, and, um, what it says about him is Portuguese artist Carlos Bunga uses mundane materials, cardboard, packing tape, paints, and the like to create architecturally inspired installations. Bunga's spiraling maze within the museum's gallery doubles and heightens our sense of enclosure, echoing the rawness of the building through its simple materials. Its labyrinth creates both an architectural space and a psychological enclosure, forcing visitors into a space of contemplation, quiet, and confinement. Bunga's install installation encourages a confrontation with the self and ex ex an examination of our own inter 
interiority what the fuck interiority within the uh constructed space of its cardboard walls so it's that's all it is, is it's a fucking it's a maze made out of cardboard now the the thing about it though is as far as the mocad goes that is the most inclusive or the most forced to pay attention I've ever had to be in a museum like when I go through the, the DIA I just have my headphones on I might be listening to a podcast or I might be listening to music but actually at the mocad like you had to have your headphones off like you had to because more intimate it's more intimate so like that like with that one pain I wouldn't knew what the fuck was going on if I wouldn't have paid attention to that video yeah. they had another room where it was like a dedication to the United Sound System or the United Sound Studios which is like right off of 94 that actually made clothes where some of like the most famous records and albums have ever been um, produced so um what uh what they did was during the Flint housing water crisis they or the front the, the the water crisis in general that they had when they were shutting all the people waters off. Uh, they wanted people to be able to talk to, but they wanted people to come to them on their own. They didn't want to solicit people to come to them. I forgot they did that <laughs> shit. Yeah. They've been fucking with them people. Yeah. Yeah. So um, what they did was they had people come to um, the United Sound Studios and record albums and talk about what was going on. So different pastors, different choirs and stuff came and they cut a record. And what they did was they have like a, a old Victrola of the record that they recorded there playing and different pictures and different stories of what's going on. Like you had, to, you get what I'm saying? You had to be in the moment yeah. and um, going through the maze. Like, so I'm, I'm kind of like recording my, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like typing up our experience as I'm walking through it and whatever. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, what you really learn from it is that, if even if you're going the right way, sometimes you might run into issues where it may not be the right direction, but it doesn't mean that you're not going the right way. It just means you need to redirect yourself, right? So I'm writing all these deep ass, introspective ass shit, and I go to the center because I I don't know what I'm gonna get to. The, I don't know what I expected to be in the center, yeah. but I got to the center and it was fucking trash, right? Literally, goddamn trash. Like when I say trash, like that's why you throw away your garbage. Like, that's where you throw away your garbage, right? So, I'm like, oh, wow, that's real deep. So, the artist is basically saying, you know, you go through all this shit, you think that you're perfect. you're trashy ass bitch. But, you know, you go through all this shit, you go through, you know, you try to be perfect, you try to live your life right, you know, you may have these these twists and turns every point of the way, but in the end, it's all shit, and you're just supposed to enjoy yourself, right? That's what I'm thinking you're supposed to get from this. So I leave out. I'm leaving. Out. It took me about an hour to go to the space. So if you need an hour to blow you on your lunch break, something like that, go through the mocap. But so I'm leaving out and I'm talking to the guy that works at the desk. And he said, so, hey, what do you think about the maze? So I told him basically what I just told y'all. He said, yeah, you want to know something interesting? I said, yeah. He said, none of that trash is supposed to be there. <laughs> he said, this motherfucker has went all over the world. And Detroit is the only motherfucking place that decided to put trash in the middle. <laughs> Don't be though. Don't be. Don't be. Cause I'm, t- I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I looked at the trash and took meaning out of the trash. Like, like on some real shit. It's some. It's. That's why. Yeah, yeah. It's some. It's some basic ass things in this bitch. This motherfucker CVS pharmacy receipt. <laughs> 
Orbitz gum packages. It was cups in there. I said, where the fuck they get cups from? Because I didn't even know where it was to get something to drink. I figured it out afterwards. But I said, so you motherfuckers got something to drink. Went through this motherfucker. Was partial. Said, fuck it. You got to the center. It wasn't nothing there. You said, fuck this shit. Like, what was that? Uh, How high? When it was like, boo this man. That's what the fuck I'm happened. So I'm going to remake Jay-Z still nigga. And it's going to be called Why Niggas. <laughs> So like it's so it was like Why receipts with hearts drawn on them, mm. and it was this one. It was like an all seeing eye, and then it was this other one. Like creators make it possible, right? So I'm thinking, like I said, I went to the center, and I thought the artist did this shit. So I went out, and this motherfucker told me that people did this shit. So I was like, damn. I said, N-. I, I almost said niggas, but he was a white man. I said, um, Detroit. <laughs> right? He said, no, the artist loves it. The artist wants us to send the shit back. So I wanted want, the artist wanted to send trash. Yeah, he wanted to send, send me garbage. Send, he he wanted them to send the trash so that they can um so that uh he want to make a a piece out of the trash that was in there. You got, did you throw some trash on the pile? I didn't because I didn't know about it until afterwards. <laughs> and then I didn't want to go back through the whole... You saw how big that motherfucker was? You know what? When I went to Arkansas, there was this thing. It was a big old green thing. It was full of candy. Mm-hmm. Like a little green candy and wrapper. So most people, they didn't read the thing where it said... Like what it was about, so they was picking up the candy, and then either they would throw the wrapper down or they would keep it, whatever, because it's a big ass pile. Like it's, you know, probably big as your couch, oh, right? Wow. As long as it, and then it like heaps, maybe till about maybe a couple inches or something mm-hmm. off the ground. So I was looking, and people was like, "Oh, can we eat this?" And the museum guy was like, "Mm hmm." Mm-hmm. And so I was like, mm, "I don't know about this. There's candy on the floor. Something yeah. about this is not right." They picking up candy off the floor and eating it. But I mean, it got that's part of the art. Yeah, it got wrappers in it. It's in the wrapper. It's like, you know, imagine yeah. peppermints. I'm not going to pick no peppermint off the floor. If it's a pile of them. But, you know, again, I was in Arkansas. So let's just put that in perspective. I was mm-hmm. in Arkansas. Um, so I read it. And I read that the artist, is like he was talking about how um, we are so many, like we are consumers and we take and we take mm-hmm. and we take. And like artists often give and give and give and they put all of their, their whatever they have into their art and then people just look at it and like go past it. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't really mean that much. And so um, he, the candy represented his body and that people was just taken from him and never would put back. So mm-hmm. I was like, y'all know y'all eating this man. <laughs> y'all proving the point. Yeah, and it was just deep. eating the candy. And I was like, dang, I'm glad I didn't eat it. That's deep. I'm going to do that with banana pudding. <laughs> so, you gonna, so what you going to, when you give your people the business card and it says when you eat from this, you are taking from me and never <laughs> So after somebody eat it, they'll be like, oh. No, I'm going to do that when they, when I, uh, next time somebody tell me to bring food to an event. And everybody eat. I say, how y'all like the, how y'all like the mac and cheese? Oh, that shit was good. I just want y'all to know for everybody that didn't leave it in the pan, you are taking away from me. I don't know. That's not, that's not, that you know that that brings up the the, the guilt in my Catholic uh, upbringing because the whole take of this this is my body, the blood of the everlasting. <laughs> that's what it reminds me. Of. Oh, that's but that yeah. Just I mean, whenever I go to museums and stuff, or whenever I go to you know shit like that, I just it's like whenever I go to museums, I never know how to take the stuff in. So like. I never voluntarily go. It's always like people are like, oh, let's go. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, whatever, I'll go. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel like people be so into the museums, like, oh, this is, this is so cool, this is cool, this is cool. And I just be like, all right. You just make it. Have you ever gone? Have you ever gone high? No. That's your problem. But no, I, I want to be able to like 
do it soberly kind of thing. Like, if I go to the museum, I want it to be like, I'm going for a reason and But stuff. you've gone sober and you haven't really got it. This is why I say go high. Because it kind of lets your mind be free a little bit more. It lets you not focus on the, what am I supposed to get out of this? And it allows you to be able to get what you whatever you want it to be. And you might not, some of you might look at it and be like, oh, that's, that looks nice. It was drawn nice. Yeah, like some, like some stuff now, but it's like, I guess I'm trying to get at like what made what makes you interested in constantly going to different museums. Just seeing the different artwork, knowing the different things about it, um, just me sometimes going to museum it makes my mind think about different things. Like I wouldn't have never thought about, and you know you you I I like even though that may not have been the artist's intention because in the end the the trash wasn't intentional. Like I really did think about it. Like I was like. Cause it was right after I had said, "Oh damn, I went through all of this shit," and I had like I was almost I was like three rows from the center. It was like sixteen or seventeen, you know, circles or revolutions or whatever. And I was like, "Oh shit!" I'm like three rows from the center. I'm like, "Damn, I ain't messed up once." And then I messed up. And then I was like, "Oh damn!" I was like, "But that don't mean shit. That doesn't mean that that doesn't negate everything else that I did before. Everything else that I did before was satisfactory. You get what I'm saying? Like everything. Yeah. So it it, it kind of makes a good affirmation. You get what I'm saying? It it, it makes me going to museums kind of makes my mind get to those different places. Mm-hmm. It, it it makes my mind think about those. You know those different. So it's kind of like a uh, self healing. Kind of thing. For me, it is. Yeah, okay. For me, it is. Like some people, um, the, the the museums are my happy place. For some people, it's you know just being by the beach or being on the water. You know, just yeah. the the waves and the introspective. So I. So it's just, it just it all depends on your hobby. Like mine yeah. is the kitchen. Like yep. I'm in the kitchen cooking. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So maybe museums won't ever do it for you. Yeah. But that's what I see when I go there. And I never thought about it like that until we talked about it right now. Yeah, like I even tried to go into like the Nancy Museum before. And it's like, <laughs> like, this is fine or whatever, mm-hmm. but, you know, so. I went to the one um, in Amsterdam. I want to go to the one in New York. I vowed that the next time I go, I will go to the one in New York. I heard that one is the best one. Even the people in Amsterdam said that that one was the best one. It's one that comes here like every February. And I keep missing to go to that. Yeah, I went to I didn't even think about it this year. Yeah. <laughs> but um so also there uh they had a discussion named manufactured in detroit and they talked about how your clothes aren't sustainable and how as a culture we over consume in the purpose of um uh, trying to look cool to other people trying to start yeah and we're not thinking about how fashion or how in the looks of looking up to date we injured the planet so they had these different pieces of cloth and shit and i want y'all to feel it so which one do y'all think is the fabric that y'all wear the most i'll tell y'all which one it is afterwards but y'all can rate them from one two to three so i gotta pick three uh-huh just so just whichever one you think is the most whichever one you think is the second most whichever one you think is the third most tell me the color that i wear yeah just just tell me the color just tell me the color Based on what you're feeling, tell me which one of these fabrics are the one you wear, wear the most. And uh, I'll tell you which one they are. I would probably say black, blue, and red. I don't know the orders anymore. I gotta go black. It's no cotton in there. Orange. It is. Cotton's in there. So if, you need to, if you need to know which one cotton is, cotton is the white one. 
if you want to feel it again. Is that real cotton? It's real cotton, 100% cotton. Is the soft cotton? Can my soft cotton, my cotton ain't feeling like that. <laughs> that must be a colonizer cotton. Yeah, if that anything, it's cotton. blue. So black, orange, blue. I would go in that order, but I don't feel like I wear a lot of this particular fabric anyway because I wear t-shirts a lot. Do you think, so do you think, uh, if you can recall your labels, do you think you're, um, you think you wear more cotton, more cotton polyester blend? Well, of your t-shirts like do you ever do, have you ever paid attention to stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah when i do the iron when i iron mm, okay um i know i be having like cotton what start with an n nylon yeah i got nylon in there okay um is it something with a wool yeah wool was in here now wool was orange maybe i don't wear wool Maybe. I don't know. What's it, what jeans made out of? Denim. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it has its own material. It's to make the jeans. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay, so black is polyester. Both of you guys said you wear the most of black. Um, blue is um, uh, blue is silk. And orange, uh, sober. Yours was orange, which was wool. That was your second one. Um, cupcake. Your uh, next one was other, so some type of blended material. <laughs> and your uh, third one was blue, which was silk sober. So, um, cotton, which none of y'all chose, which is good. So that means that more of your uh, material is closer to being sustainable. Cotton is, while it is the most uh, durable. And the most lasting, it is the uh, least sustainable cotton. I mean, it is the most least sustainable fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, uh, in order to produce cotton, I believe, in order to uh, produce cotton into a fiber that can be made into shirts or other pieces of clothing, it takes 58,000 gallons of water. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as being sustainable to the environment, that is the least. Um, it, the, so basically the uh, the discussion was about choosing more sustainable um, clothing. Yep, more, more sustainable clothing, aligning, aligning yourself with more brands that shy towards that. And it was talking about how it's, it, it's more expensive to do so. To be specific, like um, one of the... One of the speakers was uh, Rosalind Caramoco, who created the brand. De- the brand Detroit is the New Black. I know y'all have seen their shirts, places. Detroit's the New Black with the the on a black shirt, white white letters, white box around it. You've seen it. When I, I'll look, I'll look it up and give it to you. But I'll look look it up to show you. But um, uh, she was telling me about when I was speaking to her. She was uh telling me about this shirt that she has. It's made out of hemp, and it's like out of wheat. Yeah, hell. A lot of things you are made out of hell. You smoking your shirt? No, bitch. I you didn't say I was trying new shit, dog. I didn't say it's no. okay to say no. <laughs> well, as long as it ain't crack. <laughs> um, but uh, no, it's uh, hemp. A lot of things are made out of hemp. And uh, you ain't never seen this on a shirt? No. Really? So um, uh, she was telling me. 
about it now. It felt soft as shit. It felt light than the motherfucker. I liked it. It felt real good. Until she told me the price. The motherfucker was $65. For a t-shirt. It was a cream t-shirt. It was like cream and white. Like maybe like marbling. Black letters. It was a nice shirt. But $65 to me was a lot. And they were also talking about in the panel, like, how it's not affordable, you know, to be sustained, you know, to, to want to align yourself with those type because it costs them more to be able to make it. Yeah. And that cost has to be assumed by the consumer, you know? So what would it cost? What would be the most that you would want to, let's say you wanted to switch over being sustainable. What would be the most that you would, pay for a brand because they were sustainable so what would be the most you would pay for like a pair of jeans the most you would pay for like a top um jeans I don't would have be, a price. be like 55 to 60 dollars mm-hmm. and a shirt would be like 30 35 okay and what about you summer i don't know that there is a maximum that i would pay if that was the lifestyle that i chose to live mm-hmm. um because at the end of the day, it's an investment. And I imagine that if it's sustainable, it's something that'll last me a while. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know that I have a, a maximum price. Okay, so to... There's a maximum that I can afford right now. Mm-hmm. but I So I can't afford to live a sustainable lifestyle. But, you know, give me like... By 35, my goal is to be living a very sustainable, minimal trash lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So... So let's say money wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, that wouldn't have... Then it would, still would not be... Then money would not be an issue. Can you just give a, a number for this, for the sake of this question? Please? No. Just give a number, nigga. Proceed. Well, uh, mine would be um, the most I would pay for a shirt. I don't care. I'm not as as far as the shirt is concerned. Probably the most I would pay is probably about fifty. Like I want to say realistically thirty five is the most that I would want to pay. But like Sober said, if it, if it was a, a lifestyle commitment that I was making, 50 would be the absolute max. But I'm trying <laughs> to find a shirt in between 35 and 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Now, in regards to jeans, like I know that jeans are, you know, the price point of jeans can definitely increase, especially if you get in something that's a long-lasting denim, denim, excuse me, something you don't have to wash a lot. I would say... Do you wash your clothes or do you take them off? Mm, not all the time. Oh. So I have one friend who um who rule is, if I didn't fart in them, they ain't dirty. I wash out every time I take off my clothes. Do you? Yeah. Jeans too? Everything. You're not supposed to wash your jeans a lot. Well, I do. You ain't supposed to do a lot of stuff. You ain't supposed to see anything. People do it. That's true. Leave me in my, my britches. Is that why you don't wear underwear? That is personal business. <laughs> what we will not do on this podcast. <laughs> like I said, I learn a lot. <laughs> I learn a lot. I learn a lot. I'll ask you that question again later because I don't think I answered it, but uh, go ahead. Um, the, uh, as far as jeans are concerned, the most that I would spend probably for jeans would probably be about 100 ideally i would want to not spend any more like right now the old navy got a sale on jeans they 19 dollars a piece soon as we finish recording i'm gonna go buy them but, <laughs> by the time we done. <laughs> <laughs> but no i'm oh, online 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 oh online but <laughs> um 
uh, I, I like to get my, my cloak, my jeans closer to the $27 and less. But if this, if, if sustainable is the issue, I will understand if it was, if it started at about 55 would be ideal, but I know for real it ain't starting under 75. So I guess realistically it would be between 75 to 125. I don't like them numbers. So probably what I'm going to do for real, for real, is I'm probably going to buy cheaper. <laughs> but that's also something that they were saying. They were saying that some that they understand that being sustainable isn't something that is affordable to all people. But the way that you can become sustainable already is to continue to wear the shit that you own. <laughs> no, for real, that's what they said. Like, don't, you don't have to buy new shit. Like, it's not a, not a requirement that... I mean, sometimes it is because, like, if you don't already wear the outfit so many times, you're like, I can't go to the club and be in the same motherfucking outfit. I got to change up. And everybody ain't Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> and that was something that they were saying. They were saying that, you know, it isn't necessarily, they said that the average um, time from the person, from the amount of time that you, from the average life of an outfit from the time that you purchase it to the time that you throw it away or you stop wearing it, you wear it five times and you probably stop wearing it up to 35 days after you purchased it that's a lie yeah they they, they, they surveyed white people <laughs> right they, they surveyed like? rich people <laughs> yeah because i've seen people wear the same sh- three of mo- like years girl, Nigga, i still i got clothes that i and that's the thing i have a i have a multitude of clothes but i rotate them so you might see something one year, you might see that bitch three years later still looking crispy. Yeah. Like bitch, it's th- yeah, I ain't, ain't nothing wrong with years. it. Bro, them sneakers <laughs> I bought, them sneakers I got in there right now, uh, I bought in two thousand twelve. Mm-hmm. Two thousand twelve. Half my sneakers I didn't have. Exactly. I didn't. I got. I got sneakers from high school flights. I got like Harachis from from college. Still ain't nothing. I mean, they crispy. Nigga, I got one of my deceased relatives. Uh, Church hats. Well, I got them too, but I got like <laughs> a um, frying pan. Cause like when I was younger, mm-hmm. like when I stayed with my parents, like it's certain dishes I didn't know existed. Okay. So I didn't know like the small frying pan existed. I got many things to ask your mom. <laughs> when we do this roast, I'm telling you the questions just, just <laughs> because all I ever knew, all we ever had was the larger frying pans. Cause mm-hmm. it was a family of three to four. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I started getting dishes, I said, nigga, frying pans come for small sets? I've been using this big-ass pan to cook a grilled cheese? So, like, when she uh, passed or whatever, we was, like, it was, like, doing her shit. I was, like, I want this frying pan. Mm-hmm. I took some of her dishes. So, it was, like, it just keep continuing. Like, fuck, I'm not even I'm using it more than five times. I don't know who the fuck they interviewed. Yeah, they said, no, now, that was in regards to clothes. Specifically clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did go to dishes. <laughs> no, that was specifically clothes. But, um... Uh, you know, I, 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 as time goes on, Cupcake, I've I realized that there are a lot of things that, as far as childhood is concerned, you and I are pretty different. Now, what, what <laughs> are, what are some things that y'all did on the weekend? Because when I, on the weekend, like me and my friends, sometimes we would go to Fairline, for Fairline, Fairlane. And actually one time we got kicked out of Fairlane. That's a story I'll tell it another time. But, <laughs> but we like, we used to go to Fairlane or on half days, we used to ride the bus up to the mall, shit like that. What did y'all used to do on weekends in high school? Me too. Yeah. I said uh, y'all. 
Well, you was talking to uh, Cupcake. You was like, well, your upbringing was different. So I'm really interested. Um, it wasn't until I got a car that I actually did stuff on the weekend. So um, in that, uh, so I guess senior year is when I would start doing stuff. Mm-hmm. And we would just, I mean, we would go places, go to people's houses. That's about okay. it. We didn't really, We I went to the mall when I was like eighth grade, ninth grade. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh huh. Um, and that was with my like middle school friends, and it didn't happen all the time because mm-hmm. my mom went by that life trying to give me money every weekend to go somewhere. Oh no, we didn't necessarily spend money when we went there. Right. No, I'm just saying. But she was like, you, she was one of them parents that was like, you can't go nowhere without emergency money. Okay. And you got to be able to get home and all this other stuff. So, mm-hmm. plus she was really nervous and kind of overprotective, so she would have to be in the vicinity. Yeah. Wherever I was at, so I didn't do too much. What did you do on weekends as a high schooler? Um, I don't really recall. I know I, w- I didn't. I wasn't allowed to do that. Uh, I probably stayed at home, or I was able to go to over like one of my best friends' house at the time, or if I had this uh guy best friend. It was the only guy my mom would let me hang out with, and I would always be around him and his booze, and um, <laughs> and sometimes one of my other friends too. But I don't really recall what I did in high school. But I know it wasn't. I don't know. It was. It was me. I've probably been doing the same shit all my life. <laughs> real chill shit. Being at somebody's house, being around people that I just feel safe and um have fun with. Yeah. So in uh, like early middle school, it was. Um, I mean early middle school. Um, early high school, like um soft like um sophomore freshman year, it was. It was the mall. Then probably. Junior, senior year, it was at somebody's house. Yeah. That's probably what we do on the weekends. Or, um, or shit. Probably sometime in them years in sophomore, probably sometime at the end of sophomore year and the beginning of the junior year, that's when the internet was popping. So shit. And the weekend might have been online in the chat rooms or talking, talking to somebody at school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I remember. But, um, Last thing I want to close out with was there was some it was some questions I happened to see on Instagram about um, about what are some good questions to ask on a first date, and it was ones that were more I don't want to say outlandish but more outside of the norm because of course you have the normal oh what do you do. Uh, I know how you feel about that. Well, that was more how are you doing is the question that you hate or what you doing. But, um, you know, outside of the what do you do, you know, how many siblings do you have, things like that. What are some interesting questions that you will would want to be asked and want to ask on your first date? And what are some of the craziest questions you've ever received on your first date? How much money do you have in your 401k is the craziest question I've ever been asked. What? Um, and then the question that I would ask would be, um, if you had to be a household appliance, which household appliance would you be and why? This question sounds familiar. Did you ask us that before? Maybe. <laughs> I felt like I said an oven. <laughs> I felt like my answer was of it. I ask every one of my classes that pretty much at the introduction. Okay. And, um, lets me know what kind of people I'm going to be dealing with. Because it says a lot about you as a, your character. 
Okay. So what is some, what are they what do they say? What does it mean? Because that was gonna know. be my question to you. That, that was gonna be my next uh, question. Like, what, do you, what what is the purpose of asking that question? What is well, some people say. Um, refrigerator because I like to keep stuff cool mm-hmm. or uh, they'll like to say refrigerator because I like everybody to need me or whatever so then oh. whatever the why is is more important than the what it's just a mm. question to get you to open up I like that I like that okay so somebody said I like to be a freezer because I like to get stuff what would you think about them I'd be like, okay, so you like to keep the old the stuff for a long time. You hold on to things. You probably don't know how to let things go. Um, you like to get stuff. I don't so- want you to answer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you say truth. You say truth things with your mouth. I want you to shut it. Shut your whole mouth now. <laughs> So, and I always tell people I would be a bread machine, a bread maker. Why? Because I'm all about that, that dough. dough. Mm. See, I thought. See, I was thinking you make that dough rise. All of it. It's all about money for me. So, if it ain't about the money. Um, what question do I ask on first dates? Whew. You know, I'm really bad at this. Mm-hmm. I got a phobia against talking on the phone to people, so um, <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't go on that many dates. I probably, the first date, I would probably ask about, like, interests. Mm-hmm. What you like to do? Um, What's, like, one of your biggest, like, weaknesses or, mm-hmm. like, bad traits? Mm-hmm. Just to see, like, how honest people are mm-hmm. and if they're willing to admit that, you know, they got flaws. Because some people are trying to act perfect. That's true. Um, the craziest question I've been asked on the first date. Can you sneak in my mama basement? <laughs> Holes, take off your clothes. Oh, <laughs> Y'all should see how crispy is looking at <laughs> Hey, this date is going nicely. <laughs> I just want you to know I had a great time. <laughs> And you know, I would really like for this to continue. So, is it okay if you sneak in my mama's basement? I tell you what Baby, I did. I think this is going great. <laughs> would you like a nightcap? You want to come in? All right, cool. Uh, you got to be quiet, though. Yeah. Miss the third step. It was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave out. You waited like a minute or two, then come in. I said, All right, cool. You got the car. I left. <laughs> <laughs> Did not answer my phone. Get <laughs> better than me, cause my ass was I was in the basement. <laughs> Wait. But at some point, you gotta realize shh, shh, I have reached an all-time low in my life. What the fuck am I doing sneaking in somebody's basement? Like the fuck? Skirt. I went. I think I left him in the White Castle. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I I can't. Um. Uh. As far as an off-the-world question that I would ask. I would ask, um, I would ask what's a funny and embarrassing secret that they don't really share with people. On a first date, I'm going to tell you this. 
But but no, but it it doesn't have to be anything deep. It could be something. It could be. I mean, we tell plenty of those here. Something you know what I'm saying? Plenty of throwaway shit that's not really anything that's too secret though. A secret you don't tell. Okay, so what would be a better way for me to ask? Nobody. So what would be a better way for me to ask that question? What some people don't know about you that is funny or something? I don't know. Okay, but it ain't no secret. Well, I wouldn't tell no secret on this damn show. <laughs> Shit. But that's what I mean. So I would ask them something that's funny that they may not have told anybody before. Okay. Um, and you know, cause that, cause, cause they might be like, oh, I don't know, and I'm like, when you think, you know, it's gonna be something that's gonna be a conversation starter. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, that's that's probably what my odd question would be. Um, now something that I was asked on a date. Um. Well, I guess to be full circle, hey, you, 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 you like girls? He stuttered. Oh, you had somebody you like they would ask you to fuck. Mm-hmm. That was the same one that asked me when I said uh when I came to pick him up. I was like, "You ready?" He said, "Are you ready?" <laughs> that that guy. That but guy. I don't want your man boo. Fuck that guy. Uh. That's a that guy. But um, that was all that happened to me this week. What happened to you, cupcake? Um, you know, it was pretty pretty cool week, but something I wanted to check on you, Crispy, to make sure you was all right. Because like I was watching the news, and they said how like bad pages get shut down. Fuck know, you, ho! I I just know you might be out of a job, so I just wanted to make sure you was good. I think back page shutting down and crush spot coming back up, like something's like them two is <laughs> them two is a hand in hand. Them two things go together. Are are you good though? Bitch, I've been okay. I ain't, I ain't selling my body. I ain't never sell nobody. I ain't never ate no Buddha. I ain't never did none of them things like that. So don't you come at me. I'm here in case you need me. Just know that. What okay. What did you here for? I care. What you here for? I care. I mean, you you my, your company is closing. Okay. My company. <laughs> That's who I work for. I am a worker for Backpage on Backpage. I have a pimp. And pimp my pimp is Backpage, huh? Whatever. Not trying to be a friend. This is the type of shit I get. No, it sounds like you're trying to hold me out. That's <laughs> what you're trying to do. Close legs don't get fed. Bitch. Anyway, so, y'all know how, like, they have... I was thinking about this. Y'all know how they have hair donations and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And usually it's people, like, go and cut their hair. You keep on stroking it. that goddamn hair. You gonna have a goddamn <laughs> hair donation. Keep flicking that fucking hair if you want to, bitch. It's like, you you go there, you go donate the hair on your head or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a donation place for, like, pubic hair? Hello? Hello? So y'all just gonna be quiet, okay? You know, you never, you never, you, I know you done watched plenty even, of westerns. You not even thinking about it, though. I know you've seen plenty of westerns where the tumbleweeds be walking through. Maybe you can sell your pubic hair as a tumbleweed company. No, I'm thinking about it. Because there is no, there is no, you know, Merkins have not existed for a while. What is a Merkin, you may ask? A Merkin is something people used back in the day as a goddamn wig for their pubic hair because if you couldn't grow pubic hair back in the day, they just knew that you had something. For real. If you could, if you didn't have, you was a prostitute back in the day and you ain't had no pubic hair, they thought you had lice. They thought, I mean, pubic lice. Uh, or, or crabs or something. They thought you had something. So what they used to do is they used to get merkins, which is wigs for made out of pubic hair. But what I'm thinking is, like, say 
Say you can't grow on your eyebrows, right? You could buy. Some I will <laughs> not. I will not. Oh. Uh. Or like dudes that can't grow their hair in their beard. Oh. <laughs> You can get my hair in front. Why? How do we get this? I, 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 uh, 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 How would uh, you feel? Uh, you ready? You going to tell you what I just thought of. I'm going to tell you what I just thought of. I just thought of that one time when somebody told you who he is, you sucked it good because you got hair on your lips. So what if that was a bitch? A business that made, 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 made lace, made lace, lace. Lace from mustache. <laughs> to, exactly. To, That's what I'm saying. To be more appealing for the nigga in you. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> Niggas can feel it. How would you feel if you with your dude? You kiss him. You like, oh shit, your hair coming off my mouth. <laughs> he like, he like, oh yeah, I got them pube implants. I would, I would, <laughs> would not be together anymore. Either that, or he would have to say, I'm not going to wear these anymore. Or it could go like people edges. Think about how many people you know they don't have edges. Imagine they got pube implants on their forehead. I think that that is their own prerogative. Mother press stop. I'm just saying. I'm pressing stop. Click, I, it might be a click, whole hockey that we're missing out on. Think about how many dudes. We, 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 why is this word getting thrown around? We talking about Jeremiah? If we, why? Ah. What, what is Jesus this we? What is this we you talking about? The world is we. I'm just saying there's a market that people ain't tapping into. Let me tell you, I ain't selling my pubic hair. <laughs> I if you if you let me tell you something. If you are interested in this as a market because you want to try and save your hairline or you want to try and feel it in your beard, let me tell you right now, you ain't got no place in my bed. So let me tell you, you bring another bitch pubic hair in my shit or another nigga pubic hair in my shit. And you want to tell you how nasty that is to think about. Because I'm thinking about if somebody is giving me oral fixation, okay? And I'm thinking, you know, it gets wet down there. And that happens to loose up the glue from somebody, <laughs> from somebody, pubic beard. And now my juices is missing with the ugh. Just the ugh. You know how you just, you know how when I was getting into that, and you went where I was going and you said ugh yourself. That's how I feel about it. It's nasty. Bring a, take your dick beard, your dick pubic beard on somewhere. Dick pubic beard. This is where, how dick far we've come. Beard. This is exactly how Dick pube. <laughs> pube. Dick so pube. So like, if you lost your edges, you want to get them? No. I would get BB Judy. Would Juicy. you put like edge control on them? I, I would get BB Judy Miracle Drops. Edge control your pubic hair. Oh. <laughs> what would you do? What would you do? What would you do if you happened to, to be with the gentleman for the first time and you went down to speak on his microphone and it was braided? <laughs> Why are we? I'm done. What would you do if you were a beautician? No, and somebody, and somebody, and somebody, somebody asked you for your services, and they said, "How short does it have to be to grip?" And they said it has to be about one inch, and they wanted you to braid their pubic hair. What would you do? That's why I went and got my hair done to have like my sleep study. And I told the lady, I said, look, that's not nut in my hair. They had to put some <laughs> shit in my hair. I just wanted to let you know. So, you know, I ain't a freak bitch. She said. That don't make you not a freak bitch. She said, right. I make you a freak bitch. That said, was your, 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 your default, bitch. That was your identifier. She said, girl, that's protein. I wouldn't say nothing. <laughs> uh-uh. Let me tell you something. Fuck you and your hairdresser. Both of you bitches. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's disgusting. This is somebody different. <laughs> oh man. So I just wanna let y'all know I got baby fever and Oh, that happens. It's been here for longer than normal. Mm. Like I went and saw a movie and they was talking about like kids and shit. I was like, homie oh, little kid to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple more things I want to do. Nigga, I'm, I'm, nigga, I'm 30. Let's just go ahead and get you this baby. Let's go ahead and get this baby. I'm, <laughs> I'm close to 30. I'm six months away. Yeah. I'm 30 at this point. So, you know, if you want to shoot my club up, just email us at Psychology. Shoot your club up. Shoot, <laughs> shoot your club up. Um, but what I realized this week, I hate when people ask you for referrals to people, but don't follow through to it. What so, you mean? like, say, if you got somebody to do your eyebrows, mm-hmm. like a very particular person, you're like, oh, I go to her. You contact this person and say, hey, is it cool if I get so-and-so your number? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. So you give them the number, and then they never contact the person. It's like, okay, so you got me out here to get somebody help up with making money. Right. And you making me look like I just know whole-ass people that mm-hmm. are just not following through with referrals. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand why people do that shit. Do y'all do that? No, I, I mean, somebody might ask, see... I, I don't react to it the way that you do, but I do understand what you mean. Because some people, I only get to that point when somebody has asked about it to me multiple times. Yeah. So if you've asked me, hey, who did your eyebrows? And I tell you, and I give you the information. And then three, four months later, you ask me again. And then another three, four months again after that, you ask me, no. Yeah. Find two of them pieces of paper I done sent your ass previously. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do get to look like that at some point. Now, what I also got to realize is that sometimes niggas is going to need. So you could have told, you could have asked me because you might have wanted to know, but you had no intention of getting it done right now because you got to wait till taxes. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Uh, even in that situation, ask me at that time. Like, mm-hmm. I had somebody ask me for a referral for somebody with my hair. She was like, yeah, because I need this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. At the time, I didn't get a number or nothing. I was just like, all right, cool, because I'm used to people bullshit. Mm-hmm. So then she it, yeah. followed up and was like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? What's her number? I hit up the person and said, hey, is it cool if I get something? I said, your number? Cool. Get a number. Said, uh, for like a month, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to hit so-and-so up and never did. It was like, so why are you fabricating this lie yeah. continuously? Like, shut the fuck up. I'm not asking you about this shit. And you bringing it up is pissing me off even more. You know what I realized? You, you, uh, you require people, when somebody, for, for when somebody says something to you, even though you don't have expectations, you have an expectation that they're going to act upon it because that's what you would do in that situation. Yes. <laughs> that's why the world pisses me off so much yeah. because I'll be like I would do that for you why the fuck you know what I'm saying or I would do that if that was me yeah and that's what pisses me off about the world yeah see I mean you ain't telling me nothing I ain't already learned in therapy so <laughs> <laughs> well this is the one I'm not I'm, this is saying it's something that I realized you know what I'm saying something that I'm coming to you the actualization of based on you know the things that you say yeah, that's why I'm working on removing expectations from people because that's how, why you will always be mad. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, the last thing I just want to talk about tell to y'all about is I watched uh, Jay Z did a le- an interview with Letterman on Netflix. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Did y'all watch it? Mm-mm. All right. So as I was watching it, you know, we, like when we went to Jay Z concert, I'm like, okay, whatever, Jay Z. Like mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, I'm not really a Jay Z fan at the moment mm-hmm. because his cadence changed. 
and I didn't realize, like, when I was watching that interview, they were showing, like, his older music. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I used to fuck with Jay-Z. Yeah. But, like, the new Jay-Z, it's like, It's uh, different. Uh. It's different. It is. It's different. Yeah. So, you know, that's why I didn't really, um... Care for the 444 album? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was cool. Like, I know mm-hmm. where it's at if I want to mm-hmm. listen, but it was like, <laughs> like, I'm gonna bump this shit hard. And it's like a, it's a, whatever. But as I was watching the interview, it made me think, and this is a question I have for y'all. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jay-Z is a better husband? <laughs> Do you think Beyonce beats him? Or I like, think Solange it, does, honestly. I think Solange got that nigga shook. <laughs> I think that I think Solange got that nigga shook. I think he can't I think I think that if him and Solange is in a room, when he get up, he gonna look at her and make sure that she <laughs> understand that he ain't moving and he not moving incorrectly. I think that before he does anything that could be misinterpreted, and you know how you be like, you so know, he's how you, a better brother-in-law. Yeah, you know, like you know, like how you might be about to do something, you'd be like, if this motherfucker saw this, I know that they would have something to say. You might not even be doing nothing wrong. You get what I'm saying? But if you like, if this nigga saw me doing this, this motherfucker gonna say this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if if I was at a strip club and I was about to kiss a stripper's ass, if Cupcake walked in at the same time, that motherfucker would have something. You get what I'm saying? Like if if it was a blind person and they was coming up and I happened to get in front of them, I would look around to see if sober was around because I know that she would have something to say. No, you get I what I'm saying? Open the door for the blind person. But no, I'm just saying. Like I would, I would, I would make my, I would so make my like intentions. People around you mold you until be a certain way. I would, I would make my intentions deliberate whether it, I was doing something right or wrong. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that when in those instances that happen with Jay-Z, I think he look around and the person he think about is Salam. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You, get, you get that person who he don't want to be caught doing wrong by is Solange. Like whenever he nigga, he be like, God damn it, every single time. <laughs> I wasn't even doing nothing. Because you don't want to even be put in a situation where you got to explain it. <laughs> Because you're going to look like the motherfucking liar. So you don't even want to be in that situation. So I'm just going to make sure that before I slap this stripper ass, that Shalange ain't walking through the door at the same time. It happens, <laughs> That's how I think Jay-Z goes about his day. What about you, Sober? I agree 1,000%. <laughs> I think Beyonce be beating this nigga. You think so? Because as I was watching the interview, it was like, he would start to talk about himself, mm-hmm. but then it was like something like clicked in him. Was like you talking about yourself too much. Shut the fuck up. And he was like, yeah, so that's all I got. And I was like, wait, you ain't even finished your thought, my nigga. So then I was like, Beyonce probably telling him like, nigga, I'm the superstar in this fucking house. You get two sentences to talk about yourself, then it's back to me, nigga. Talk about me or Marcy Projects. I do. <laughs> that's so funny that you should mention Marcy Projects. I think I I don't even think it has anything to do with Jay Z in particular. I think it happens to do with where Jay Z is from, and Brooklyn niggas and and New York niggas in general are brash. You know, are 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 flashy. They're braggy. They're 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 um. They're showboaters, and they don't mean it to be negative. That's just in the way that they are. Because, I mean, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. I got a reason to gloat. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think in and of itself, what he realizes, even though this is me and I don't mean it to be negative, I got to not be that person so much so that people don't not like me. You get what I'm saying? Nah, I get what you're saying, but I think Beyonce just beat his ass all the time. <laughs> What you think? What you think? What you? 
<laughs> so you think so you think she said ain't nobody ain't nobody else came I'm the only superstar in this house, huh? Yeah. She's <laughs> like, you got two sentences about you. Anything over that, nigga? No. You know, I, I actually I, I can agree with that because I remember it was this one pit. It was these one series of pictures where um it was Jay Z taking um Beyonce picture in the uh, elevator. And as a woman, I know how it is when you want somebody to take some pictures of you, and especially Beyonce. Do you? I do. I, I I look. Let me tell you something. If you ask me to take a picture, the first thing I will say is I don't take. Good pictures. <laughs> do I? Do I not? I say that all the time. I don't take good pictures. You might want sober a cupcake to take them. Sober real good. Adam Cupcake gets you from the booty angle too. They do what they need to do. But me, on the other hand, I'm not good at it. You want me to tell you something I've done? I signed up for a class to show me how to take better pictures. Chrissy, you take your picture, you get it back like a, a bunch of tires. Like, God damn it, Chrissy. Did, what were you looking at? I guess What's I, wrong with it? I guess good, I, I, mean, I, I mean I guess I think you're beautiful from every angle. If, if that is a crime, then I will accept it. I get you look beautiful from every, nah, every fame, angle to me. Your picture taking me like I, I get my. And I, I think it these. looks I can't gorgeous. even use these. And I think I have it looks to nice. add thirteen filters, cut and crop. Keep that lets y'all know what I think about y'all. This is real people. Be a face shot. <laughs> That but then shiny. I come out like, damn, yo, look at this picture. Who took the? Thank you. Give me my photo credit. Hello. Little she sure does. Camera emoji. Tag so, me. So then, so I be like, respect the shooter. Thank you. <laughs> tag me all the time. Respect the shooter. Hope but that will be like, oh, that's a nice picture. Thank you. What the fuck? Hello. <laughs> Business, bitch. Fly okay. visions. Hello. I can't wait to get my graduation picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as always, if you have any questions or want to hear our ill take on anything, feel free to email us mm-hmm. at illogicalperspectives at gmail.com. That's okay. I-L-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-L perspectives at gmail.com. Tree is. The first ill take says, mm-hmm. do you feel pressure from social media to present yourself in a certain way? Mm-hmm. Explain. In what ways do you believe you are perceived online? That may be two and one, but we're going to take it as one. I'm going to go with, um, no, I don't feel pressure to perform any way on social media. Um, in, the, in the immortal words of Cardi B and SZA, I do. What I like, I do, I do. Um, <laughs> so, anybody who, like, I put on social media what I want people to know, mm-hmm. and that's it. Um, and and I think... I think people perceive me as a sneakerhead on Instagram. I think people perceive me as um, a militant on Facebook. <laughs> and I think people perceive me as a bipolar person on Twitter. Mm. Okay. What about you, Crispy? Okay. So, um, do I feel pressure? No, I don't feel pressure. What I do... Uh, I, I do feel pressure in some aspect, but it's not necessarily for me specifically for to, for me to, but it's not because of what I put on there. It's the timeliness in which I put on there. Like when I put something on social media, I want it to be like in that moment, in that aspect. So if I took pictures throughout the day, but it's the next day and I didn't like choose the picture to put on there, I won't put it on there. So like. So it has to be current for you to post it. Yep. Yep. That that's kind of more how I am. So I, it's funny that you asked this because I told myself like, nigga, you just need to start putting that shit on there. No matter what it is, niggas don't know when it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I, I guess I just inherent 
an inherent thought to be honest, I guess, is really why <laughs> why I don't. But uh the other uh what do I how do I think I'm perceived? Uh I like how sober answered it. So in on Twitter, I guess I'm nasty and crass because I talk about sex and cuss a lot on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm really more militant on Twitter. <laughs> Instagram, since that is my only other um only other social media, I'm in between nasty and crass, like I, I I tote that fine line. Like I'll I'll put some of my more I I put some militant views, but and I'll put some nasty stuff. But it's kind of those things where it's like if a family member follows me, they'll be like, "Oh, she's an adult." Gotcha. You get what I'm saying? Not like oh, but it'll be like, "No, nah, she's an adult." Gotcha. What about back page? All right. So uh, for me. <laughs> Um, no, I don't feel pressure to present myself as, wait, uh, yes, it depends on the site. So, okay. like, on Facebook, I'm more. Oh, yeah, 100%. On Facebook, I'm a totally different person. Like, on Facebook, they know I have, I'm funny, but then at the same time, I'm inspirational. Not, not inspirational as far as, like, quotes and shit like that, mm-hmm. but just inspirational about me, like, posting, like, good stuff like oh okay. i'm out with my grandparents or brought mm-hmm. home my granddaddy mm-hmm. or it's more family oriented mm-hmm. f- for the most part on facebook mm-hmm. on twitter it's sometimes my goddamn diary because i know yeah ain't that many of my followers really on there no right. more so it's like this very slim people go see this shit yeah so i just be free on there just however i'm feeling whatever i want to say for the most part oh instagram I would think I'm probably, like, random. Mm -hmm. But the thing I like best about social media is that people all have, like, these different perceptions of who I am based on Mm -hmm. my social media. Mm -hmm. But if you meet me in person and get to know me, it's like, wait, you weigh more than what I thought it was. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's very surface for me for social media. Uh, Do you think that with social media not being chronological, it kind of affects the way that people think about you? No, it's just what. What do you mean by that? Because the shit not posted in order, but they don't have nothing to do with the content. Because some it's some things that people see and some things that people don't see. Yeah, but you can always go to that person's page. Yeah, but if, if you don't, let's say you don't go to that person's page, like it's some things that people see that you post and some things people don't see that you post. So, do you think that that has a possibility to possibly scope that person to see you in a different way? It impacts the shade room because they be like prior post and you don't know where the fuck the prior post was. And then you got to look at it and it be like posted two days ago. And you're like, well, fuck, it's old news right. at this point. Uh, that's, all, that's all I got. That's all. I mean, realistically, I don't think that impacts as much as um, the content itself, who you follow. Um, because there's some people on my Facebook who like I've known through the summer camps and different stuff. And they've grown up to be ratchet. Um, and... <laughs> I find myself watching fights mm-hmm. by uh, these people of these people. No, not them fighting, but they share the people. they share street mm-hmm. fights, mm-hmm. and I'm like, who the fuck is on my timeline sharing this shit? Mm-hmm. And then I see gross things, and I know that that's my friend seventies. Uh, <laughs> and then you post like pictures of like, oh, this man killed his side chick. Like, why why are you posting this? Mm-hmm. So I think it less about the time, the chronological order of the events, and more about who it is that you actually subscribe to. That's real. Oh, I hope nobody look at my followers. 
Um, <laughs> the, it already comes up on their timeline. <laughs> the last ill take says, do you think racism will ever end? No. I think that it will lessen, but there will always be people who will choose to hold on to their views because it's comfortable. Some people don't like to change. No matter whether they're given the opportunity, they're given more, you know what I'm saying, given more options. Some people will just choose to, to, to live in, in, in their in their misinformation and in their stereotypes and will choose to hold on to that belief. So I do believe that there will always be racism. I do believe that the number of racists will decrease, though. Because they're going to die. That some will some will die, some will evolve. I believe racism will end. I think it will transition. I think that energy will transition into a different type of oppression, but I don't think it will be racism because hmm. scientifically uh, people are going to just change. So you cannot yeah. possibly, like there will not be one dominant race. Um, in my lifetime, yeah, there's going to be, the like racism is going to be here through my whole lifetime. But, mm-hmm. you know, when uh, Cupcakes decides to have kids, um... And I her kids wait. have kids. Like, the racism, I don't you think, will be in its traditional <laughs> form. I think it'll be uh, some form of oppression from a majority of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it will end during my lifetime. It'll probably end, like, around my grandkids' lifetime. Around that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't see it anytime soon. Like, it, it is progression because, like, now the people we know are, like, grandkids of the people who watch their parents be slave owners. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, they dying out, and it's, like, black people really speaking up. Social media is causing white people to see their shit mm-hmm. and call them out. So, it's, mm-hmm. like, the, the apparency of everything is right there. So, after a while, you just going to be like, oh, yeah, we are fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like going to therapy and talking about something, hearing your therapist say something, you're like, damn, that was fucked up. So, it's like... That's like that video that came out the other week, um... Where the guys were in Starbucks sitting there waiting on somebody to meet them there. Mm-hmm. And they took him to jail. You know, the, like, they called the police and took him to jail. And other white people were like, why? If, if, if that was me or I have done that or I am doing that now. And you came over and you didn't do that at all. Yeah. So, yeah. It's going to expire like milk. Uh, what's your final comment of the week? Uh, my final comment is uh, be who you want to be. Uh, do what and you want to do. Color. <laughs> uh, and regardless of, I mean, I'm sorry, I take that word back. Uh, regardless of uh, who cares or who, um, who has an opinion, uh, as long as you are a law-abiding citizen mm-hmm. and you are good to people, it doesn't matter who you are. What's your final comment of the week? My final comment of the weird week is. I'm sorry, it doesn't matter who you choose to be. You can be who you want to be and live in color. My final comment of the week is that fear eats the soul. Don't be fearful. Take that leap, ho. Uh, My final comment of the week is um, change your sheets and make your bed. Uh, floss your teeth and get some head. No, um, and put lotion and deodorant on. <laughs> oh, I might get some head more. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to make sure everybody is fresh to death and sleeping right. Oh. Uh, and you can follow us on Instagram at Illogical Perspectives. You can mm-hmm. follow us on Twitter mm-hmm. at Ill Perspectives. And you can listen to us on both SoundCloud and iTunes at Ill-Logical Space Perspectives. And if you're listening, feel free to like, comment, rate, repost, and share. And just know that we appreciate you being there, like Michael Jackson. What's your song of the week? One, two, three, go. 1999 by Big Crit featuring Lloyd. Mm. What's your song of the week? One, two, three, go. Rocket Science by Joyce Rice. And my song of the week is Stand by Eminem. Teach gone cold, I'm wondering why. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 B